Welcome to Women of Influence, Columbus Business First podcast series, now coming at you from a third floor bedroom in the Harrison West neighborhood. Today you'll be hearing a preview of our conversation with Kathy Little, Chief Human Resources Officer at Worthington Industries, the first of many remote interviews I've conducted as we all adjust to this new work-from-home world. It's hard to talk about much other than working from home, coronavirus, and how much we all enjoy nice weather and taking walks nowadays, which is exactly what you'll hear from Kathy. Before she shares a few of her observations on the big shift we've all undergone, I thought I'd take a few minutes to reflect on the mistakes I've made when it comes to working from home and the lessons I've learned. Mistake number one, opting to make the first floor of our house my workstation rather than making a play for the office desk and chair on the second. Now, in many ways, my choice was the better one as my husband spends all day in the one room that is also home to our cat's litter boxes, while I'm free to roam from the dining room table to the couch to, when recording a podcast, our third floor guest bedroom, which offers a view of the downtown skyline. But I'm quickly realizing that our dining room chairs are not made for a full day of sitting, and neither, unfortunately, is the couch. One leaves me hunched over in a way that will probably give me late onset scoliosis, while the other both creates its own posture problems and exposes me to the full brunt of the afternoon sun as our TV room picture window, while beautiful, lacks any kind of blinds or shades. As for the third floor room, I get winded on the walk up to it, making me wonder if I'm beginning to show COVID symptoms. And it also gets plenty warm in the afternoon, as I'm pretty sure it was an attic in a prior life and isn't exactly designed with airflow in mind. Mistake number two is a surprising one, and one I'm actually, as of yet, undecided on. After keeping up with foundation and mascara for the first few days at home, I soon downshifted to only a mascara before dropping makeup altogether, figuring the staff of Business First can barely see my face anyway during our daily video calls, and my husband already knows what I look like. But Wednesday of this week, I applied a full face of makeup, including some eyeliner and a bit of contouring, ahead of a recording a video interview, and found that it helped me feel ready to take on the day far more quickly than my damp hair plain face starts to the past week and a half or so have. Is that just the patriarchy speaking? Maybe. Will I continue wearing makeup every day? Probably not, as I'm almost out of foundation and don't feel like buying more. But I offer this as a tip for those of you who might be struggling with motivation come day 20 or 30 or 40 or who knows of this new way of living. Anywho, without further ado, here's Kathy Little sharing a bit on what's been working for her as she helps the Columbus manufacturer adapt to the pandemic. Be sure to check back next week for my full conversation with this Central Ohio power player. How long have you been working from home? Today is two weeks, officially. Yeah, that's about, we started, what was that, the Friday, the Friday before St. Patrick's Day, so we're just a little bit over that, but, and how is it all going for you? Have you figured out a system that works? (laughs) Well, I would say that the the last two weeks were pretty crazy. They were, uh, you know, we were just really getting into the throes of this. And from an HR perspective, it was a demanding time, a good, you know, 10, 12 hour days uh, for the most part during those those couple of weeks. And my husband, Jeff, uh, who works at JPMorgan Chase is home too. And it's actually been nice. I mean, we have our separate uh, stations. Um, I have uh, commandeered the dining room table as the HR command center for Worthington Industries, and he is uh, operating for J.P. Morgan Chase in the in the kitchen area. And uh, but it's great to have him to bounce ideas off, or you know, vent a little, or just talk about you know all the issues. And we we have some good back and forth conversations over lunch. So 
from that perspective, it's been nice. I mean, we both have stuck to our schedules. We're not sleeping in till 10 or anything. We're up early, <laughs> up early doing our thing. And um, I think the thing that I have really appreciated about all of us being separate is how hard we are all trying to make sure we connect. And in talking to some of my team members, and I'm particularly trying to reach out to those that are home alone, they have found it to be kind of an incredible experience where they are getting to know their teammates ever better, really demanding that people use their cameras, no matter what you look like. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've had makeup on for the last two weeks and pretty much, you know, pretty casual wear as I think yeah. all of us. But um, yeah, really interesting times. I, it will be, it'll be interesting to see how we come out of it. Um, I, I am, uh, I'm wondering how changed we will be but before that, we've we've got a long way to go before we're on the other side of this. I've been gradually shifting down the amount of makeup I wear, and I'm now, for a while, it's just mascara. Now I'm like, whatever, these people can all see how I look. But yeah, I imagine in the, the human resources world in particular, can you talk a little bit more about the type of work, new work you're having to do? Is it a lot of that sort of, you know, checking on people? and Or, or how has your day job changed because of this? I think there was just a massive amount of things we had to do to sort of gear up, um, particularly here in the state of Ohio, where we have our facilities are all operating as part of the business essential you know, designation. And all of us that have been in the office have been home, like I said, for a better part of a week and a half, maybe two weeks. And um, we just had to go through a lot of scenario planning, um, mm -hmm. as everybody is doing just to how to deal with the situation. And obviously the, the thing that is most paramount is that we are making sure that our employees are all working in a safe place and that we are taking every precaution that we can. And I've been really proud of the response and how quickly we have moved on all those things. I mean, everybody started off keeping their hands clean, right? I mean, we were all making sure and, and the social distancing, we all kind of got that. But, you know, imagine doing that in a plant it makes it, um, you know, ever challenging, but I, I just hats off to all of our employees and our operations team and our HR team. I mean, we have really jumped in on this to be sure that we are doing all those things that you would expect us to do. I mean, we've staggered lunches uh, in our lunchrooms. We've even, you know, figured out, we've really kind of gone back to where we were on, on uh, checking in on our uh, time clocks and used to be electronic, but that became a gathering place. We knew mm -hmm. that that wasn't going to be, you know, what we wanted to accomplish. So now we're back to manual uh, payroll um, through this period, which is necessary. And, and that's what we'll do. And making sure people are being smart about things. You know, the locker room is, you know, full of a bunch of people. So we're making sure we're staggering that and actually asking people not to go in there much, come to work ready to go versus changing when you get there. So just a lot of things that you might take for granted uh, normally that we have really jumped in on and rotating shifts and keeping uh, people apart um, has been, uh, you know, the daily priority for our, our operations. And um, yeah, for, for me, it is, you know, just leading my team. And I'm lucky that I inherited a great team and um, they are all leaning in really hard. And we've set up a, an internet community page like so many folks have to be able to to have the whole team check in and send messages. And I'm talking to my team on a daily basis and we are turning our cameras on at 8.30 in the morning, but that's important. I think you're much more engaged and 
you know, we're having the conversations we need to have while the economy all around us is going to be challenging. So we, we know that we're going to have some challenging days ahead um, on a lot of fronts. So it's been a, yeah, there was a, there was a lot of stuff whipping through um, a lot of phone calls, a lot of writing, a lot of protocols created um, so that we are all, you know, handling all of the situations that are out there. So it's been, um, it's been stressful. That's for sure. And uh, a bit overwhelming at times. And, you know, certainly all of us are experiencing this uneasiness and this cautiousness about how long and then what's ahead. And then will another wave hit um, after that? And that's all unnerving and feels very different for me, I think, than 9-11 did. Although we were all on edge for that period of time for a while too. But this is, um, yeah, this is really different feeling.